Ladies and gentlemen, this is episode number 33 of the Island Green, and we are absolutely thrilled to be joined. We have a fourth host for our uh, episode today. He is a 50-year, should I? Yeah. I'll say 50. All right, yeah, 50 that's year. Right. Uh, PGA of Canada member, former head professional at Crowbush Cove, Mr. Terry Hamilton. I'm gonna. There's gonna be lots of stories and everything else that we'll talk about, Terry, to to properly introduce you to our listeners here today. Um, but the very first thing that I wanted to mention was uh, pretty pretty big day today. Actually, you. Were, I mean, what a day to have you on the podcast. Well, yeah, I'm pretty lucky today. I heard your talk last week about Ben Souls and one and I thought well if I'm going to be on the show I better get one yeah you better <laughs> so I did today that's what we were waiting for actually we needed you to get a hole in one in order to get you on the podcast but uh, and millions of people are now jealous of Terry Hamilton <laughs> <laughs> and not just any hole in one number eight at Crowbush real Boys. deal Holyfield that tell, one tell us well, about it what, what what happened well it was pretty good you cut know, driver I, <laughs> thank you very much <laughs> Actually, I called it in the air. Really? That's like a everybody bold, else? That's a bold I really play. did. I think, I, think, yeah. I think we all say, get in. Yeah. Now, I hit it, and I said to the boys, I said, that, that's pretty good. I think it's in. Nice. And, really? and, yeah, I did, really. <laughs> and it landed, and we saw it take a hop, and I said, yeah, it's in. And the guy said, well, there's a little dip there or whatever. And I said, no, I think it's in. <laughs> We got up there. It was in. Oh, hey. <laughs> nice. Big celebration now, or is this just like a tip of the cap and, uh, you know, a picture taken and you're off to the ninth hole trying to make another birdie? Well, I think my wife was more excited than I was when really? she heard about it because I've had five and it's... That's not a big deal? Not a big deal, you know. <laughs> but five over a 40-year, 50s. Well, I had my first one when I turned 30 on my 30th birthday. No need to age yourself on the podcast, Harry. This <laughs> yeah. is fine. 30th birthday, so 41 years, eight, uh, five over 41, it's every eight years. So, oh, so that's just fair. <laughs> we're all on pace, boys. We're yeah. on yeah. pace. And what, yeah. we, what you were saying earlier, too, which was nice, like obviously you had four previous, but today to get one at Crowbush where you you know, you spent so much time, it, that's pretty cool. I, yeah. I was there for 12 years as the head pro and never had one at Crowbush, yep. and so it felt pretty good to get one at Crowbush today. Ben, Big he was the head pro for 12 years, so he obviously never golfed a lot no, 100%. when he was playing. Yeah, yeah, 100%. I've played Crowbush a whole lot more this year. Than <laughs> I was about to say, he's probably played Crowbush more this year than he did in combined in the 12 years when he was the head professional. Um, before we get too far, let's give a quick shout-out to where we are tonight. Absolutely. Um, we were thankful for... Uh, and, and, and Kyle Vesey's pants, we yeah, got to mention. Yeah, pretty much. <laughs> we got Kyle Vesey some nice pants, so uh, in return, he uh, he's let us use the Anchor Room tonight, which is the new addition to uh, the Merchant Man Pub. Yep. Um, it used to be their takeout uh, kind what of section. What was it called? Um, grab to go. go. Merch to go or something like yep. that. Yeah. Um, but they felt maybe a private room would be something that they wanted to do, so it's now turned into, yeah, a private room. It's got the street view of uh, Water Street. Uh, groups of 8 to 16, you can book in here. they got a big flat screen TV. <coughs> okay, you're starting to sound like a commercial, but legit, boys, right. this place, this room is awesome. It's got this huge old-style map of Charlottetown. It's probably about 10 feet by 5 feet. You have to come and check this out. And I just absolutely dummied that's my a second That's a current, current map to Terry. <laughs> 
Oh, oh, okay. Oh, oh, did I say that, TH? <laughs> yeah, ben, Ben's one of my good friends. Yeah. He built one of those homes that's on there. Um, how, anyway. come, how come the club's not on there? We, well, yeah. And I just dummied be. a steak sandwich. We dummied the nachos and uh, a couple of fish cakes there. It didn't, uh, didn't go to waste either. So anyway, uh, yeah, come, come on down because this place is awesome. All right. That okay. That yeah, that was that sounded pretty that, good. That was good. Yep. Steak yeah, okay. sandwich. Thanks, Kyle. You got, you got the steak sandwich, Lenny. A one. Yeah. Did you miss the last thirty seconds of the podcast? I just mentioned. Yeah, that. I had a cramp. In, I had a cramp in my leg. <laughs> <laughs> Dehydrated. Oh. Stanhope took it out of you today. Yeah, that was a, a fun afternoon for it. The winds of Stanhope. So, Boys, so, what was going on here today? Why were you guys playing against each other at uh, Stanhope? Because uh, we hate each other. Yeah. Gr- you, you weren't match. mano a mano, though. No, no. So he ducked me. Ah, the Fridler <laughs> ducking Benny. Yeah, yeah, it is what it is. <laughs> yeah. who, who, it who did I pick on? What was the the old two old, old gentlemen I played with? Eddie and uh, Spiker. Be Spiker. careful when Spiker. you say old gentleman. <laughs> <laughs> Weather Spiker. I took on Spiker today. That's the general who was my pick. Yeah. Um, every year they do a home and home series. Stanhope and kind of Anderson Creek Green Gables for the staff. So last week they played up over thirty-five years. It's been going on. It's called a great day for golf. Oh, so well, Harry, that's yeah. Harry McLaughlin. If yeah. I ever heard him say, absolutely. So, so Harry obviously uh, was involved with both Green Gables and and Stanhope, and they created this little event to get the staff together to wrap up the season. Kind of a little you know fun thing where you play. So we hosted at our properties last week. Great day, have some fun, few laughs, and uh, the host team provides the meal to everyone that night. And then today we were at Stanhope and they returned the favor to us, and it was a great day. Yeah. Great day for golf. Great day for golf. Perfect. What, was there a winner? <laughs> yeah, Team uh, Island Coastal took it down. <laughs> uh, just kicked a few puppies around today and uh, got her home, but 12, uh, 12 people on each team. And finished within eight shots. That was that's Ooh, that's, well, that, that's competitive. Yeah, that, yeah, like that's less than a shot a person. It's pretty crazy. Yeah, the eleven stroke lead going in today, and we tried to crawl uh, crawl it back, but uh, we only ended up getting three on them today. So yeah, pretty pretty tight for for that much for that much for twelve players. And yeah, the, and and the, there's a, there is a trophy, but it's it makes nothing to do with how fun the day is. Like it's just nice to you know I see the same faces, like I see the clays and. And obviously, you know, deal with Merlin. <laughs> and then, uh, you know, you yeah. have Shannon. And, you know, just, uh, you know, I played today with uh, with two great guys that, you know, great connection with Scott and, and Derek. And it was a lot of fun. We had a fun day. And What's interesting about it is the whole staff is involved. And yeah. The staff on every golf course this year has been slammed. Slammed. Yeah. And. I'd like to give a shout out to the staff at every golf course that ever worked at any golf course. Maybe a summer. cheers. A cheers. Oh, we yeah. can definitely cheers. do a cheers, yeah, boys. Because they've done a hell of a job, and it's, it's really tough on them. Yeah. And, yeah, like you, you said. And busy. Too often than not, some of the staff go overlooked, right? You know, your maintenance exactly. staff, your kitchen staff, uh, your back shop guys. I mean, everybody has to play a part when you have an operation that's mm-hmm. this busy, as busy as golf courses has been. So, yeah, we snagged three maintenance guys. You know, Did you go had, blueberry or cherry pie? Do you, want the, do you want the truth? Both. 
I snagged a cherry yeah, no, at the did. table so no when everyone was watching. <laughs> uh, yeah, and then my nice. way out the door, I snagged a blueberry nice. for the ride home. Nice. This doesn't even come close to surprising <laughs> no. me. This guy has a sweet tooth like I've never met before in my life. I'm looking at the dessert menu on the right now. So we're, I'm trying to find if there's a dessert menu here right now. Yeah, but, if, it, uh, if, if Dom comes back in here and asks, there's going to be a dessert ordered for sure. Nice. Uh, uh, speak, speaking of the year in golf, uh, Terry, I'll get your opinion on this. Would you say this year, 2021, would be the biggest golf year in PEI history, like rounds played? I, I would have to think so. I'm not privy to the numbers anymore, but, I mean, when you can't get a tee time anywhere. And you add Terry's rounds to yeah, it. That's what I was going to say. He's on the other side of the camera. Yeah. <laughs> and, and, and I'm up a few rounds myself. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> you know, oh, so. God, yeah. Uh, no, I, I would have to think the golf boom has been great for PEI. It's it's unprecedented by the numbers that are playing golf. Uh, Crazy. You, every you, every spot, every course is jammed. Every course condition this year, especially with the rain, every couple of days, yeah, and everything, yeah. unbelievable. But uh, it's I, I'm so upset that it's ending because you yeah. know we've had such a nice week, even this week. <laughs> has been double digits, big double digits, 20 degrees yesterday. How crazy was the long weekend? That was gorgeous weather for the long weekend of yeah. of October. Like, yeah. unbelievable. Uh, unbelievable. The other day I was talking to my wife. I said, this is the first time in 50 years I've ever been sort of a little sad that the golf season is <laughs> yeah, ending. Right, right, right. For 50 years I was saying, get this season over. <laughs> you know, but now... I started, I started counting down around August 11th. <laughs> <laughs> that's, but a, that's a long countdown. But it's been a great it's been a great season, and I can't again shout out to the staff at every golf course who has worked so hard all year. Well, it was an early start too. Remember, we were doing podcasts in like the first of May, and we're like, it's so amazing. You know, courses are just opening like this, yeah. and we're going to be late finish. It looks like. I mean, it's October. 14th today and I was in, we were in golf shirts and yeah, you could have played in shorts today it was it was warm you played shorts today. in a golf shirt yesterday you played today yeah. too eh Lenny yes I did actually I gotta give a huge shout out so we played a game at Green Gables uh, again it's the best time of year to golf the colors of the trees and everything like you just look around I found myself doing that a bunch of times it was just and of course it's nice out right so yeah. if it was miserable Different I wouldn't world. be looking around but anyway it was beautiful but um, we played, uh, I got invited out to play with Steve Gamester and Morgan McLean and John Walsh. And we played, I guess it ended up being 21 holes. We kind of jumped around a little bit. But long story short, 21 holes, John Walsh, nine birdies over that. I mean, that's pretty good. And I wanted to ask you, actually, Ben, because when we went over the scorecard, yep. um, he was a paltry even on the front nine sure. after it was all said and done. Sure. But he was five under because he had a couple bogeys there. So it was a 67. Yorkie. Tim York was just hanging around the Green Gables Clubhouse. Shocker. Didn't golf. Yeah. That's didn't, hard to believe. Didn't yeah. golf. Didn't hit balls there. He was just there. Yeah. And uh, anyway, he was thinking that that could be a tie for the course record. Now, obviously, we played like preferred lies, like there was mud on some of the balls yeah. and all that kind of stuff. But I was wondering, do you know what the course record is at Green Gables? Uh, yes, I do. Uh, I'm trying to think what it is off the top of my head. But uh, Corey Ewart has it, and he actually did it in the club championship. Okay. Um, was that probably day. 66 i'm thinking no lower than that lower than that okay yeah all right. i to be honest i almost want to say it was like he was deep like he was 30 on the back like so i oh wow i'm and i think he was a couple under i, I something wants to say it was like 63 or four like, whoa oh wow yeah okay now it's really deep so yeah. here's a question we, Does we it, absolutely spanked gamester and mclean <laughs> 
<laughs> I believe we were that. playing a better ball match, <laughs> yeah. and of course, as I said, John went off on the back nine, we'll and do then some I, I mixed here. in a birdie and an eagle, and we ended up like eight under better ball over 12 holes it was when, when your partner shoots uh nine, nine birdies you better not lose mm-hmm. the yeah match. you're not yeah. wrong you're not wrong terry why am i bragging right like i'm pretty yeah. sure i got uh, carried through that yeah so the i'm wondering was good though could would it be considered the course record if you jump around or do the 18 holes have to be played in succession or is it i mean it's all it's it's obviously a 63 there's, a, there's an asterisk anyway it doesn't matter because it i'm actually 63 one, now is that new course that's the new course, and it was 63 before Craig Taylor at the old course, too, I believe. No way. Yeah. Yeah, I figured as much. Okay. So, so Corey, um, he was 33 on the front, 30 on the back. No bogeys. Hello. Zero Ooh. bogeys. And that's in the club championship, which is, you know. Yeah, it's tournament time. Yeah, yeah. that's yeah. the real deal. So, so it's from the whites. Rung. <laughs> yeah. So it's the, from the, from the, the gun, whites. The, the gun has been team? fired. Yeah, the starter's exactly. gun has gone off. <laughs> And it was fun to watch. Um, but I actually, I, I played yesterday as well at Green Gables. And like it was golf shirt and shorts. It's October 12th, I remember. You know, like just yeah. bananas, boys. Unreal. I, I was talking to Jamie Moran. and he said, and numbers-wise, I think Belvedere's approaching 30,000 rounds. 40. Is it 40? That may be, yeah, he yeah. said we're just about to get to the 40 or whatever yeah. it was. That's a lot. That's a lot of rounds. It's incredible. And... To get a tea time anywhere on the <laughs> island in the last six weeks has been big time impossible. I actually have a question for you guys um, because I was thinking about this the other day. So, like Fox and Belvedere in town, obviously jammed, right? You, they've got their max members. They've got tea times are, are jammed up. They got busy. And I, I do you think that PEI could use another golf course at this stage? I think that if but, you, I think you need a well positioned one. That's that, that's a tough question. That, that's a very tough question because it, yeah, it's it's tough to make it go as a new golf course anywhere. Yeah, and I think that a whole lot of members are wondering: Is it worth me to be a member to retain a membership? Uh, yeah, and I think that it's tough. It's really tough because our business is built on green fee revenue, mm-hmm. not membership revenue. Membership revenue is great. Pays the bills. But it doesn't, it keeps you solvent, but it doesn't make you any money. Right, right. Yeah, it's tough. Like, I, it's unfortunate. Like, we have lost some courses in the last few years. Like, if you look even at Eagle's View, like, that's, you know. Divine Nine. Divine Nine, gone. Um you know, there's like Beaver Valley. Like, there's places that we've lost over the years. I'm not saying, yeah. but it all adds up in the end, right? And you look at um, what's gone on with the boom, and then losing a few of those, you know, more value-driven golf courses. It just kind of pushes everyone, you know, down the chain a little bit. And there's yeah. been a few turnovers in ownership at a few spots as well, and yeah. you know that changes things. But you know, I think golf's in a good position. I think it's going to move strongly down the the line um the retention probably won't be as strong as how many people get in like obviously you got to retain the people too like you know i curled for a year a year <laughs> yeah I curled for a year yeah, okay. <laughs> you know like you know i tried curling i curled for a year. i had no like, idea where you were going with that sound yeah, bite but yeah, then yeah. i thought okay now you see what you're saying you know so what i mean people try I, it out yeah and what okay. i find interesting <laughs> is i uh, i i managed to travel around to different golf courses this year, which mm-hmm. has been quite a treat for me. 
and I've seen a lot of women out there playing golf. Mm-hmm. And I think that's growing the game and the tee times are full because more people are playing the game. Big time. Where do you think the good. most beautiful women playing golf are, Terry? I know you don't want to get Where do you me think? Wherever my wife is playing. No, no, no. You want me to get into beverage cart girls? throw that out. Everyone's favorite. Yeah, the extra course, I mean. Beer angels. We all know the booms don't just keep going up. They plateau at some point. So, I mean, by the time now, if you're someone who's like, oh, you found the land, you, you built the course, I mean, you're a couple years away, is the boom still there? I mean, if you foreshadowed this to happen five years ago and built the course, sure, this year you probably would have sold out memberships. But what I think was teams, great this year. We had that 20 years ago. Yeah, yeah you remember, true. Nick. Absolutely. Yeah. Uh, there was a lot Absolutely. of golf course built after the, the rush of Crowbush. Mm-hmm made it a golf destination and a whole bunch of golf courses opened and a lot of the people had financial ruin and other people took over and did pretty well with it yeah. but uh yeah it, it's a tough business yeah but, um i forget what was going on about but so you know you got to retain your golfers and whatever but whenever you have golf courses that are full you know it gives other people an opportunity to try some of the other ones you look you know you look at an Avondale, Country View, like those golf courses are unbelievable. Mm-hmm. And there was people that weren't playing there because it wasn't their first choice or what they're, what they're you know, what they knew. A high I, tide should raise all boats. Exactly, exactly. So now, you know, you're getting out and trying some of the other golf courses on the island and people are learning, like, you don't just have to play the course that's two seconds from your, where your house is or the one that you drive by from work. Like, there are some other great properties out there. W- without trying to boost anybody, you're Be- Belfast, a nine-hole golf course out in Belfast is a beautiful nine-hole Some of the best views on, on the island, really. Best views on the island yeah. and not a bad golf course. No, it's not. Once no. you stand, once you get past the first tee that you're wondering, where the hell do I hit this? Yeah. No. Yeah, true, true. It's not a bad golf course. Yep. Yep. You, you can right. stop in at uh, Bobby Coop's there <laughs> and get a, on the way. get a couple on nips the and no. life's good. <laughs> yeah. Done that, too. <laughs> yeah. The red and white. Uh, how many courses did you play this year, Lenny? Did you check most of them off? God, I, I think I did, honestly. Um, geez, there wouldn't be there wouldn't be too many that I never got to play over the course. Like that's we were talking about that today. Um, you know, I think there, there's going to be a lot of people that you know, with, as far as the members go, there could be folks that get something like a, a two day somewhere or something. And then just play the tournaments yeah. because the tournaments is what took me to all the different, you know, like your Eagles Glen early and yeah. then you play like Glasgow and you play, you know, the amateur was at Fox Meadow and you had like you could play all of these different courses over the course of the, the year. But in, early in the season, you always I always find myself jumping around to, OK, what's open? OK, yeah. let's go check <laughs> yeah. out, you know, here, there and everywhere. But uh, no, I was very fortunate, but I, I actually played in the last couple of weeks with the fall finish. And the epic, and then when we played the 54 yep. all day, the longest day of golf or whatever, like those were always fun for me because that was the, kind of the only times I get to play the government courses. And yep. I, obviously, I've said it many times on the podcast, Corbish is, is my favorite course. Um, and then, you know, Dunderave and Brudenell, they're just, you know, I, I just enjoy going out there and playing those ones. Other than that alternate shot, I can forget about that for a while. <laughs> <laughs> we were so exhausted after yeah. that. Oh, jeez. Anyway. Sadly, I did not get to Mill River. 
once again. Listen, 2021. Joffrey, I've had Sean more Joyce. people. I've had more people message me about. I can't believe Fred's never been to Mill River. Yeah. That's got to change immediately. But that that could be a good thing. <laughs> it eats me uh, up. Yeah, absolutely. Fred, Fred thinks you have to pay a toll once you get past uh, yeah. Summerside. Yeah. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> like Colbequid Pass. Yeah. I, don't, I never change on me, so I don't want to get caught. Yeah. I never turn around. He doesn't know there's anything past Lemon Park, actually. Well, it's only two and a half hours. No. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But to your point earlier, Len, uh, I, I know the weather's been great. But now you're starting to hear courses, you know, oh, we're, you know, we're airifying or we're getting our winter preparations going. So right. sadly, the season is starting to uh, I know. to wind down here. Yeah. I mean, no matter what the weather, courses still have to pick a date to close. I mean, they have stuff they have to get done. So do you have anything you're going to try to get done or Terry yourself? Anyway, you're going to try to get to play in the next couple of weeks before they all shut down for the year? Or are you, you pretty satisfied with, with your golf for the year? Well, you know. It, it, it's great that the golf courses have to have to do these things and like I can remember I'll go back being the oldest guy here 15 years ago nobody played after Labor Day you could go anywhere and tee off at any time and nobody played Sundays used to be the, the, the quietest yeah. place in yeah. any golf course now there's a whole lot of golf courses that are still open in the end of October, and you still can't get a tea time. Yeah, I mean yeah. it's crazy. Yeah, today but, was jammed out at Green Gables, by the way. Jam, yeah, jammed and out there. I played at Crowbush today, and it was busy. Yeah, um, yeah, and that's great. Do, that's, do you guys agree though? Like the, to me, you know, climate change, do whatever you want. But do you guys not agree? Like the, sh- the season seems to be shifting later. Like. June's oh. not as good as as it September was. September is the new June. September is beautiful, and I mean, obviously, October's don't usually show up like this. But I, I don't know. I found in the last, you know, five eight years, September has been one of the best months weather wise. I wish someone would frig off with the darkness coming so early because it is the best time. Like <laughs> you're right, gorgeous. Yeah. Like you know, even like you said today, with the, even with the leaves just starting to turn in September, but lush. Like the moisture holds well. Oh. And the temperature is so comfortable. Ben, it's interesting you say that. When I used to work, I couldn't wait for it to get dark at night. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so we, we've talked on, we've rambled on. No, no carts after 5 p.m. I'm not giving out any carts after 4.30. Uh, yeah. I'm on hunting you down in the dark, trying I to get your 18 holes in. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Boys, we've gone on for about 20 minutes here with some random stuff, some, some golf talk, but I'd really like to get into uh, a little bit know, to know our, our guest here today. Um First of all, because I, I'm sure everybody on the island except me probably knows a lot more about Terry than, than, than like I said, I do. Um, but, Terry, I, I want to know, like, um, you've been a staple of PEI golf for a long time. Um, how did this all begin? I'm, I'm, I'm the beginning guy. Like, I always want to know how, you know, how people got to the spot that they are. I mean, obviously, you're recently retired. So, like, how did, how did things start in the golf world for you? I mean, like you said, you were... 50-year PGA of Canada member, so you've been around the golf world a very long time, um, longer than most. How did it all? How did it all begin for you? Uh, I started as a junior member at a golf club, and I showed up one day when there was a tournament on, and it was busy, and the pro put me to work. (laughs) Put you to work? Yeah. Where is this? This was in St. Andrews, Quebec, just outside of Montreal, about 45 miles outside of Montreal. And he put me to work. And you wanted to golf, and and I showed up to play golf, and he said, "No, we got a tournament on, but I've got something for you to do." 
<laughs> really? Yeah, that's how it started. Were you dropped off by your parents? And yeah, you, you, exactly. You? Oh, I know that feeling. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I was there all day, so why not work? No way. Yeah. So, so then you returned the next day, you started golfing, or you started you basically working at the golf course? Yeah, I can remember the first day uh, I drove a power cart and put it in reverse and backed it into the clubhouse instead of forward. <laughs> I put it in the pond my first day, TH. <laughs> huh? Uh, I mean, You're in uh, for a long career, yeah, yeah, yeah. I, I, I hope to live 50 years, to be honest with you. Yeah, I mean, yeah, it was very traumatic. Uh, yeah, yeah, oh, 100%. You know, 100%. I, was, I was scared shitless, if I can say that here. But uh, yep. uh, I worked for a fellow by the name of Jerry Donahue, and I started with him when I was 13 years old. Nice. And I'm 71 now, so. You've been in the business every year. So, um when you start there, like, was the were was was it a private club that you were? No, this was a public course. They had members. We had tournaments from. We were like fifty minutes from Montreal, so we had tournaments from Montreal every weekend, and it, it was a busy golf course. I, I. So that's where you're from. I'm assuming that's yeah. where you know you grew up or whatever. And then okay, yeah. so, um, so so you start playing. Uh, because you're at the golf course, I'm sure you were like a, like, what do they call them? Like a, just a golf rat. You were just always there. I was it's, there, yeah. You were there, so you, you, you started playing. At what point did you decide to sort of make a go of it as a professional or like as a, you know, a career path? Or, you know, the, how did that all go? The pro there at the time was a fellow by the name of Jerry Donahue, and he said, Terry, if you want to stay in the business, you should learn a little bit about agronomy and you should go to the, take a course, University of Guelph. I went to University of Guelph and took the two-year diploma program. Knew a little I like bit it. Of, nice and efficient, two years. That's all yeah, you need, boss. I, I couldn't stand <laughs> much more than nope, two years. No, no. Here, here. Yeah, you're in good company. And uh, I then got a job. Uh, well, I, I went to the, be an assistant at Mount Bruno, which was one of the most private clubs in Canada. You're like a teenager at this point. You're just well, kind of, you know. I, I, I celebrated my 21st birthday there. So okay, uh, okay. And I was yep. here for about eight years. What kind of party was that, Th? Uh, that was pretty good. <laughs> <laughs> we don't want to talk about because uh, yeah, okay. that was in the 60s. <laughs> the, oh, I love it. What was the uh, sorry? What was the name of the, the golf course again? You said it was like private Mount Bruno Country Club. Mount Bruno Country Club. Okay. It was formed in 1918. In the trenches of World War One, hmm. because the founder, Mr. H.L. Patton, decided there was too much riffraff getting into Royal Montreal. We should form our own golf club. Really? Yeah. So that's how hoity-toity this place was. Okay. All right. Is yeah. there so like you a, fit right in, did you? Oh, well. <laughs> Is there a rivalry between Mount Bruno and Royal Montreal? Well, no. They're all... Now most of them are all members, but one of my classic stories from Mount Bruno was uh, Senator Molson came walking up the step one day and uh, he said, is the lunchroom open? And I said, uh, well, the lunchroom is open, sir, but you have to be a member to get in. <laughs> he said, my dear son, I've been a member for 50 years. <laughs> <laughs> really? Yeah. <laughs> So yeah, nothing like turning away a senator there. Yeah. Anyway, uh, he became uh, he enjoyed the story, and I got a lot of good tickets to uh, Montreal games. <laughs> nice. No way. Yeah. That that was the Molson. Yeah. Oh yeah. 
Unbelievable. Yeah. And it, it, it was a very, very private club uh, with most of the elite of Montreal. Yep. Yeah. So then uh, do you, and again, I apologize because I don't know anything uh, about your, your history and such, but did you try to pursue a like a professional playing career or no, did no, you, I, I you was, were just, you know, you, you wanted to be in the industry? I was never a player. I mean, I could. I don't know. A guy just shot, you know, 76 today. Ace, I, not a big I, deal. I, I could I could play a little bit, but I never had aspirations of the tour. I wanted to be in the business. Is that right? I loved right from day one. Right well, from day one. No way. Yeah. Good. And, uh, you know, it, it served me well over 50 years. And Absolutely. Love it. So fast forward here a little bit. Uh, you're in the industry so much. Um, how, what brought you to PEI? 19, I, I came here in 1985, 1984, I'm sitting at home, and it is the Quebec Revolution, uh, uh, Levesque is coming into power, the PQ is coming into power, what all was that, what was that big, what was that big, um, lake, uh, what was that big, um, Lake controversy. Me Lake Meech or... Meech. Beach, yeah, Me Lake yeah. Meech. Yeah, 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 yeah. Anyway, all my friends from Montreal were moving to Toronto or west. My wife was a Cape Bretoner, and I applied for the job at the Summerside Golf Club. Okay. And unbeknownst to my wife, I got a call. Would you like to be the pro? I said, well, yeah, I'd like to talk to you about it. And she said... Do you think we're going down there? I don't even know where Prince Edward Island is. Really? I said, you're from Cape Breton. She said, yeah, but I've never been to Prince Edward Island. Yeah, yeah. And to make a long story short, I had a couple of interviews, and they gave me the job at Summerside. So that's where you ended up. I ended up there in 1985, and as I like to say, I got to PEI as soon as I could because I love this place. Yeah, yeah. Uh, what Before I forget, what, what part of... Uh, Cape Breton is your wife from? She's from uh, Orangedale, her. Okay. Just outside of Wicogama. All right. No, my mom. My mom's from Glace Bay, and okay. she was no, kind of different. Different, yeah, different areas, yeah, yeah. but they, it's funny because when we moved over here in '91, she was the same way. Like she, yeah. she'd only been over here a couple of times during hockey tournaments with the kids. Yeah. But anyway, but I feel the same way, and you guys are both Islanders, but I feel the same way. Like when I moved here, and you know, first summer rust go and get to know it you're, uh, you're not getting rid of me uh, no this, this, this is, is home best, this, this is home yeah. this is where i i live this is where i belong yeah 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 i think everybody <laughs> agrees with that terry this yeah. is definitely where you belong <laughs> yeah. any uh any not to veer too far off track but any sentimental feelings about summerside right now with them shutting down next year and uh, all the changes that's gone over there in the last couple of years it, it Nick, that, that's a tough, <laughs> it's a shame, you know, because Summerside needs a golf course. Yep. It deserves to have a golf course. It had a good golf course. When I first went there, it had 200 members. We built it up to 650 members. Then it, a lot of things happened in different hands and whatever, and it is a shame that that golf course is not being utilized the way it should be. I feel bad that when it was sold, uh, that the city of Summerside didn't buy it and look after yeah. it as a municipal golf course, which it should have done, in my 
humble opinion. And that's what I've heard from most people talking about the situation up there too. Like, it, they need a course. Like, it, you know, they need a golf course up there. Yeah, and and Ben, I I tried to buy it. Mm-hmm. When I knew it was for sale, I had a group. Uh, we tried to buy it, and I don't know if I'm fortunate that I didn't get it, <laughs> yeah, sure, or, sure. or fortunate that I, yeah, you know, yeah. I, it, it, it's a funny situation. But I really, in retrospect, think the town should have taken over that golf course and used it as a municipal golf course. Much like uh, there's a lot of municipal golf courses that are very, very successful in other parts of the country and exactly. down in Florida, and it should have happened. Exactly. Yeah, because they don't really have anything. I mean, there's Mill River up west, and then, you know, it's kind of St. Felix, but uh, then it's Cavendish, right? They, there's nothing. It's 45 minutes each way. There's no golf course. I mean, there's yeah. a golf course there, but nobody's playing it. Yeah, yeah. yeah it's too bad. Like, I, w- I was there for a couple of years working, and great membership base. I mean, they supported as much as they could, and... A lot of good people. Yeah. Speaking of the good people of Summerside, we were talking about it earlier. What do you got on this weekend? I heard you got a shaker coming down the pipeline. (laughs) I've got a a busy weekend. (laughs) (laughs) All I can say is uh, on Friday, Friday at Belvedere, there's a group of us that are having Barry Day, which is in uh, memorial for Barry Ling. Yep which we have a full feature event where we meet for lunch, we play golf, we go out for dinner after, we tell Barry Ling stories. And if you don't know Barry Ling, I can't help you because there's a thousand. <laughs> don't worry, every one of our listeners knows who Barry Ling is. There's, yeah, a, exactly. there's a thousand Barry Ling stories and we tell them every year and yeah. then we go back to a certain club up at uptown and maybe uh, have a couple of drinks and tell a few more stories. This is an annual thing every year it happens? This is the 13th annual. Barry would have been, he died on February the 8th and it'll be 14 years coming up in February. So yeah. we've been having this for 13 years. Just a good occasion to have an old band 14, I'd say. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think there's some in my locker. <laughs> However, yeah. then I go up to the Fireball Invitational, which is this a, is Saturday. This is Saturday, which is a group of individuals from Summerside who have all come to play at Ben's courses <laughs> this summer. Yeah, and Ben knows this host of characters. Would that be Dave Clark's crew? And oh yeah, uh, okay. oh yeah. yeah, and Neil and Rod Murray and, and oh yeah, there's oh, yeah. there's twenty four of us, and the, the wheels are off. <laughs> <laughs> And I'm having a sleepover at Dave's, so I can oh. do whatever I want. <laughs> well, it looks like a dandy weather day, yeah. too. It looks Is like this going to be your last round at Summerside? This will be my first round at Summerside for a long, long time, right, right. and it'll probably be my last yeah. round. Is Dave's house big enough to host, uh, to host, <laughs> to host a sleepover? Hey, Dave's house... <laughs> We have the Ellis Family Band. They're yeah. going to be performing. Are they? <laughs> oh, yeah. That's awesome. Clarky, Clarky, oh, Clarky is awesome. He'll put a spread on. He's awesome. He'll put a spread on. Uh, yeah. Now we're all wondering how we get invited. <laughs> yeah. yeah. Well, well he told me I was on the short list. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, oh, yeah, thanks a lot. I got a, sto- a quick story about Clarky, actually. is uh, When I was working at Summerside, he, uh, they had their round of golf, and he said, I need, mean, another boy need to drive to my house. I said, yeah, I can drive you down. He said, all right, so we hop in the car and we, I drive now, and it's five minutes from the golf course. Yeah. He says, You want to come in for a beer? We're all, he's got this back shed, I guess I would call it, but I mean, it's more like a 
full house. Anyway, speed. Yeah. <laughs> so we're in the room, and uh, he says, uh, I have a beer, and then he goes, I go, well, I got to leave. He's like, what well, do you want a steak? I said, uh, now I don't have time. I got to get going. So, what do you want one to go? I'm like, yeah, what do you mean? A steak to go? He's like, I got some strip loins. Do you, do you want one? I'm like, yeah, sounds great. He opens up this meat locker he's got, and he pulls out a, a, a back-sealed thing, a strip loin that's got to be two feet long, about, about a foot wide, and he throws it on the table, and he says, there you go. I said, well, are you going to cut it? He's like, no, just take the whole thing. So I took it down to m M&M Meat Shops, <laughs> and it cut it, 26 one-inch thick strip loin oh steaks. My God. I had it vacuum sealed up, put it in my freezer, and my wife came and was like, what is all the meat in the freezer? I was like... Clarky asked me if I wanted some steak. I said, "Sure." I'll tell you. I'll tell you. Wow. When you go to Clarky's, it, it's a ride. <laughs> you, know, <laughs> you go to his garage. He's got equipment in his garage that I would say, of the twenty-six golf courses on the island, at least ten of them would like to have the equipment he has in his shed. Actually, dur- during the pandemic, I actually reached out to Clarky if we got a couple things in inventory we might have needed. Really? <laughs> yeah. And, and when Clarky puts on a meal, nobody goes hungry. Oh my gosh! Yeah, boys do the four wheeler races down uh, to the water and back. Oh yeah, <laughs> I, I'm there for a sleepover, and he uh, he called me and said, uh, "What do you want for breakfast?" <laughs> uh, so I told him. Uh, he said, "Do you want the po- the eggs poached soft?" <laughs> I said, "Well, as long as there's a little Bailey's in the coffee, I'll be fine." Yeah, hundred <laughs> percent. Sounds like an un- unbelievable Saturday. And that's the yeah. one thing. Like, It is sad that the golf season's wrapping up. But these fall, like, you, you guys just finished up that uh, that big one, eh? That was a fun fun little trip. Which one? You got, where were you at, Brunel or? Oh, say, so, yeah, because so there's the fall finish. Obviously. No, 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 but you did. Um, the Epic? The Epic. The Epic. The yeah. Epic, yeah. The Epic is unreal. It's, like, uh, th- those are the what makes the fall events so much fun. It's yeah. like it's the best time of year to play those events. Like, you know what? You just brought up a good thing, though, Ben, because I wanted to give a big shout out to one of the hardest working guys, Ryan Garrett, who puts on all of these. Like this I, year. I beg your burn. <laughs> this year. Hold on. <laughs> This year, I got to give him a good shout out because this year, with the McKenzie Tour events, yep. and then the fall finish, and then his golf courses being run out and losing TH, and yeah, losing yeah. this rando right next to me. Yeah, well, how can, how, how can you survive? I, right, and, and so far, I think he's you know, like I just want to give him a shout. Out. Like he's he's done. done I don't know. I, I every time he's done that, all of his events that I've gone to are always run. Amazingly well. Ryan, and credit Ryan to Chase, does, Chance Ryan and all does an amazing job, and he's got some tremendous ideas. And and to bring up the epic, which nobody thought of down here. That's right. Yeah. Which is a great tournament. Yeah. Everybody yeah. loves it. Yeah. And uh, it, you know, but it's so well organized for like a tournament that has four different formats, and you know, it's these little things that I mean, Ben, you can appreciate. They they've got like all the they've got four different scorecards, right? And each scorecard has your name and whatever. And they come around every so often. They grab them because it's a you know it's, yeah. it's a long day for everyone. But they want to keep everyone. How's everybody doing? What are the skins are at and all that? So they'll grab you know these individual nine hole scorecards from you. It's just it's just so well organized. Every time you go out there, it's just it, and everything. All the events run off without edge. And when you see them, he doesn't look like a hair's out of place. He's never flustered. He's not hair hair hair. hair, hair, hair. Well, <laughs> well the, the there's saying, a reason they're not out of place. The yeah. saying, but he's. He's not flustered. He's not running. He's not running around. You know, yeah. he's just cool, calm. The events are going off yeah. pretty smooth. Even yep. the Kenzie Tour events are happening around him. He's just volunteer firefighter. Yeah, yeah. Ryan, Ryan, 
Ryan is a chip off the old block. If you knew his yeah. father, yeah. Ryan is an apple that didn't fall far what from the What is it, the Ronnie Labatt? Ronnie Labatt, we call him. <laughs> <laughs> That's another story there. Well, I can tell you a few about Ronnie <laughs> Labatt, but we won't get into that. <laughs> I did actually want to ask you, Terry, though, um, you retired when? Last I retired. Actually, my retirement date was March the 1st. Of this year, yeah, I remember because we were we we that was that which was big, I appreciate was, you mentioning. Hey, that was hey, big news for us. Was, I mean, we've yeah. been around for a while, but I wanted to know. Now, this is the first summer, you know, being retired. Any memorable rounds this year? I know there's been many, but this year over the summer, um, any sort of memorable rounds that you kind of can think of that you know you, maybe was I don't know uh, a little out of the ordinary. In a word, no. Uh, Most of my memorable rounds are with the people I'm playing with. Sure. That's that's what I like. My goal is to shoot my age. Okay. I was 69 when I was 68. I shot 70 when I was 69. I shot 71 when I was 70. (laughs) Really? Yeah. And here I am, 71, and I haven't shot... 71 yet <laughs> well but that's my goal <laughs> i i'm not a betting yes i am a betting man if i was making a wager of some sort i would be putting 2022 this, this is happening yeah. i don't even i don't even know if it would it go could be that. this weekend uh, it, it could be this yeah, weekend. it could be this weekend i don't know how many stroke events mm-hmm. or stroke rounds you have left but my my last time when i was 70 shooting 71 was at anderson's creek and I ended up a foot from the hole on they didn't 18, give you the and, I, and I think it, I think it hit the stick and would should have oh, gone in. Nice. <laughs> nice. They weren't cut. They, they wasn't cut sharp enough that hole. <laughs> thick, thick pins. <laughs> Not just to circle back uh, quick there, Terry, and I, I apologize, Len, for cutting off your kind of story question. But can you just tell me quick about how the transition went from Summerside to Crowbush? I know you were doing the whole backstory, and then I, I love it. Le- I don't I leapt in there wanted, and wanted to go. I, I'm sitting side, there looking at you guys. Hey, you guys. For yeah. everyone listening, we're on our second bottle of wine. Yeah. <laughs> um, how did Crowbush come about? My, that was my, my transition from Summerside to working with the provincial government. Yeah. Was my great friend Jack Kane, mm. who looked after me, and Jack got me situated properly, and. I don't know if any of you guys know Jack. Jack is yeah, sure. Actually, was our birthday. very first guest's father. Yeah, and Jack was eighty-four, eighty-three, two days ago. Yeah, and without Jack Kane, I'm just the guy. Mm. I think the thing though, too, Terry, like it was a match made in heaven for them too. Your personality fits with their kind of. I'm not going to say mission statement, but you know what I mean, like. You kind of fit in with a bunch of different types of people, but you kind of fit the mold of what they have, you know, good customer service, good app. Like, if I were to look at the provincial golf courses, you know, from an outside perspective, like, they, the perspective is, you know, they, you go there, it's good customer service, it's a high-end property, and those are... professional. Exactly. Those are the same attributes that you'd bring to it, right? BK, it's not a tough job. You just have to talk to people. Exactly. And I love to talk to people about golf. But then it's funny, though... And you know what? I look at people's crests, and as soon as you see the logo on their shirt, you can talk a little bit about it, and you get to know them, and... And I'm sure you've seen this before, though. It's it's getting tougher to find those people. You know what Mm -hmm. I mean? Like, it's not the same world, like... 
It, it, that is a great attribute to have to be able to just spark a conversation. It, Benny, interesting you say that. Today I was at a Crowbush and I'm at the end of the counter talking to the staff girl. A customer comes in and she says, uh, do you have a tea time? Da, da, da. I, I start talking to him. <laughs> yeah, 100%. Where, where are you from, sir? Yeah. <laughs> you know, how you doing? How did you get to Crowbush? Old habits die hard. Yeah. The, the gift of the gab is an attribute that, yeah. you know, it's it's great to be able to find someone like that, 100%. Yeah. Well, I, as I say, I've been in the business for so long. I love every minute of it. I love the people I meet and the people I've met. I've been so fortunate that I have many good friends that I'd never bet never met if i hadn't been in this business they uh they found you just a fair replacement though at crowbush <laughs> <laughs> and with an e is, is not a sweetheart yeah. no i'm just joking yeah, obviously no. and is a sweetheart oh. and i was out there today and we had a 20 minute conversation about what went on this summer and everything like that and it, it, it ann and i are great friends we line up diametrically opposite on any test you ever want to take about colors or whatever. <laughs> She's here, I'm there, but we get along real well and we understand each other. So Yeah, she's awesome. Yeah. So I was going to ask you, TH, about retirement. You know, we were talking about it a little bit. Um, did you have a little bit of a hit list now that you're retired? You can tell people what you actually think of them, or were you not too bad in that? Uh, there is no <laughs> way he's having. There's no way because I know I'm turning to button up in my head. But the mic is yours, my friend. The the floor is yours. You don't have to give specifics, but you know you're retired now. You can speak the truth. <laughs> Benny thinks Terry's, Benny. Terry's like the guy in. Um, the Adam Sandler movie where he's he turns around and he writes, writes the name on his uh, "Don't Kill Billy." Uh, Dear Billy Minister Madison. of Tourism, you yeah. can get. Yeah. No, I, I've got uh, a few ideas of what I think should happen. Sure, but I'm not going to say them right here, right now. Sure, and nobody ever listened to me when I was in the business, so they're not going to listen to me when I'm out of it. Nice. I was actually trying to dig up some dirt on Terry here. I was asking uh, a, a mutual friend uh, about uh, about you, and actually, it wasn't dirt. And um, to, to to pump your tires a little bit, in 2010, this gentleman's very first trip to Scotland, uh, he took with with you, and it was a golf trip. Roddy, yeah, it was Roddy. Anyway, yeah. and Roddy. Roddy went, and um, anyway, it was an unbelievable trip and unbelievable memories. It says um, that you're back, and he was all, you know, buzzing from the great trip or whatever. He shows up at K's a few days later with a full-color book you made. I saw the author, you know, read book with, like, scorecards, pictures. Nice. I mean, and, it, and, and it's like he, he cherishes that to this day. He said that, uh, you know... It had pictures of, of who won the skins and what you know what all the stories were. Which, by the way, after I read it, I'm like, I am 100% doing this because <laughs> yeah. this is a fantastic idea for golf trips. Um, but he said, you know, that's the guy that that Terry is. So I never I. I was looking for dirt, to be honest. I thought that's lame. <laughs> yeah. You went the wrong way. I yeah. the wrong you can way. find it out there. That is the coolest thing. And um, what year was that? Yeah. 2010. 2010. Okay. I, I've been very fortunate, and when I listened to your last broadcast, and you're going to, I'm going. Yeah, I'm going, going to, Ireland. to the Wild West. I'm going to the that. Wild Northwest. I'm wait. When? Who? You? Me? I'm, well, I'm going to Ireland with Roddy. Yeah, but you're going to the Northwest. 
part oh, of Ireland. Part of Ireland? Maybe? Yeah. I guess. I don't know anything. You don't know where you're going. No, nope, don't know where I'm going. I trust the <laughs> Good voice. Good Lord. Yeah, I trust the voice. Anyway. Yeah. I've been very fortunate that I have had five trips to Scotland, Ireland to play golf. And yeah. you are going to have so much fun. I know. And you don't even know it. I, And this is why I, I read that and I'm like, that's so cool. I am doing that. You know, because yeah. I like taking pictures. I like did you see the book and all that kind of stuff. I didn't. I, he sent me a few pictures of it because he had it right there or whatever, and he took uh, some pictures. I'll, I'll bring it over to you so you can have. So a this this it. is yeah. excellent because before uh, Terry and I landed down here, we hit a few range balls, right? So yeah. we're before we came before small bucket, <laughs> small bucket. Well, so, no, it was a large, <laughs> large, <laughs> large bucket. So before we landed down. Uh, TH said uh, he wanted to talk a little bit about the Ireland trip, so this yeah. is that's perfect. No way. Yeah. Yeah. yeah okay. Well, like to me, going yep. over there is there are some people that go over don't like Lynx golf. Sure. And maybe somebody should shoot them. I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> but Lynx golf to me in Ireland, Scotland, and like I've been so fortunate that I was with tremendous people for five different trips over there four five different trips yeah and it's tremendous if you don't have a good time over there don't tell me about it yeah if you have a good time i'll sit down and talk forever does uh does roddy snore or anything like you don't you know you don't know <laughs> no, that much but about we him? Okay. we had uh cocktails on roddy's little deck uh Overlooking the 18th hole at St Andrews. Oh my God! Oh, he got that. He got that spot. I'm oh, going yeah. with the right crew, boys. <laughs> yeah, I am yeah. going with the right crew. I think. Yeah. I mean, are you a Scotland or Ireland? If you were picking, or are they both? Uh, oh, I- oh. Ireland's <laughs> better for the clack. <laughs> <laughs> nice. But Scotland uh, to play the old course is the old course is uh, if you don't have a little special feeling in your fingertips and. Yeah, toe tips when you're standing on the first tee at the old course, you're not a golfer, laddie. I was going to say, could, do, do you mind taking us a little bit through that? I mean, for for most of people that are probably listening, they they probably never have, nor maybe never will, get a chance to play a, a spot like that. Um, do you remember the first time that you went to, you know, the the old course? Uh, have you been there more than once? I've been fortunate. I've played the old course five times. Not a big deal. Um, <laughs> same as take it, same take as hole in ones. Take it, take it. Yeah. 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 You know what? Just as rare for most yeah. people, yeah. Yeah. Um, maybe more. But do you? Do, but take take me through that experience. The first time that you went to Scotland, and uh, I mean, if you remember, yeah. <laughs> the, the first be, time we went was in two thousand and five, and it was Dr. Barry Ling, yeah, who organized the trip. He had been over the year before, and he said, "Boys, we got to go to Ireland." Yeah. And we went to Ireland, and that was great. We had we played Killarney and Old Head and yeah. any golf course you want, Bally Bunyan and Lahinch nice. and nice. you name it, we played it. And then we were to go in 2008, and Barry was sick then. Yeah. And we didn't go and then Danny McIsaac and I were sitting on the deck at Belvedere and said Barry would want us to go back so we should go back in 2010 yeah and we went back and we went to St. Andrews and the feeling you get when you turn down that street 
and you see the 18th green in the first tee, it, it, it's magical. It's, yeah. it's unbelievable. Yeah, yeah. And um, very fortunate that uh, Danny McIsaac and George Rogers, yep. who are both Islanders, are both RNA members. Yeah. So they were able to get us tee times on the old course a lot easier than anybody else would. Yeah. At a lot less cost. Yeah. And I mean it's just tremendous. But I've I've been four four times I think. I, I went a fifth time but I had my wife and my sister and my brother in London playing golf. Which second me. <laughs> <laughs> but, but that's beside the point. Yeah. Uh, this is the photo I'm showing uh, Terry. Oh, that went yeah. sideways. But you know which yeah. one I'm showing because yeah. you're the one that had this on there. Let's yeah. see, Lenny. Um, yeah. Uh, yeah, just take a look there. Yeah, yeah, I mean, the first night we got there, and, like, it's light at 11 o'clock at night. And mm -hmm. we arrived. What time of year is this? This was in June. Okay. And we got there. Has Rodney McFadgent uh, aged? Like, is Rodney the same like he doesn't look any different he hasn't neil. looked any different neil. for 30 years yeah. neil good genius neil there. neil neil yeah. Yeah. Uh, roddy looks much different a lot less yeah. hair no yeah. <laughs> so rod neil's son he's a beauty too we'll yeah. get into him yeah. another day but yeah yeah but you're i i knew who you were talking yeah. about and nearly uh pound for pound <laughs> nobody tougher <laughs> however uh to go out, and the day we arrived there, you walk out, we had dinner, and it's 11 o'clock at night, and it's still daylight, and you go out, and there's a whole bunch of people walking around the 18th and the 1st, and on this Wilkin Bridge to get pictures taken, yeah, and yeah. you sort of line up to get your pictures right. taken. I would imagine, yeah. Yeah, you know, and it's pretty neat. And the last time we were there, we stayed in St. Andrews, and we stayed... Uh, right across the street from the Dunvegan, which is the famous bar there. And I called it the frat house for old men. <laughs> you know, Perfect. Yeah. Perfect. Yeah, it was a three-bedroom thing, and there were six of us in there, and we had a place to put our liquor, and our. we didn't have any food in the kitchen, but it was there, and uh, there was couches and card tables, and it was... Tremendous, and you're 100 yards from the first tee at the old course. Yeah, it's just, it's right there. It's there. No way. Yeah, I, I mean, love it. I love. There's it. only I so it. so many places. Goose, gives me goosebumps. Well, there's right. only so many places where you get that feeling. Yeah, you're not wrong. You know what I mean? Like yeah. that. Like, and that's a feeling that I like to chase too. Like that's a yeah. cool feeling. Like, I, I like that a lot. And, and and I mean, obviously, San Andreas is 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 an, a, just a special mecca of golf and when we go to and i can't wait because i i'm hoping we're doing this podcast before and after i go on this trip i think i'm going to do one when i'm actually on the the trip next year but like i don't feel like i'm gonna have that type of feeling because honestly on any of the golf courses that like i've really never really heard of or i've not really you know you don't see them a whole lot but i feel like the very first tee when i get there that's the feeling that I'm going to get. It's well, just going to be my, like, my understanding is you're playing Karn and you're playing yeah. up in the north. And 
I was supposed to go on a trip there in 2020, and right. of course it got canceled, and sure. then we were going to go this year, and it got canceled, and then... Roddy, are you looking for another guy? No. <laughs> our, our organized, like, we're looking at 23, but, you know, at that time I'm going to be... I could be in a wheelchair by then, you know, so... Here he is talking about shooting your age from a wheelchair. (laughs) Anyway, I I don't know if I'll get there, but to the the courses you were playing, I have not played them. Okay. They were on my list of courses to play. Well, I hope I'm, you have a hell of a listen, time. Listen, we, uh, we, I just heard RP's back's hurting him. I'm not sure if he's going to be kind of going one. Well, we'll just kind of – Roddy's going to listen to this anyway. So, Roddy, we got a wingman just in case. Uh, well, the last trip I went on – no, the second to last trip I went on was my last trip. And then I took my wife over to Ireland with my sister and her husband, and we toured around. Mm-hmm. And I was smart enough to take them to Royal County Down for lunch. Okay. And I said to my wife, this is why I love coming over here to play golf. Yeah. Well, then I got to go on my next trip. <laughs> love that. Love that. I know. Plant, I, plant, Royal County Down is the, the real seed, deal. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Planting the seed. Yeah. yeah. That's what it's all about. This one's going off. But if you if you ever have the chance to get over there, go. Now there are people that go that hate Lynx golf and won't enjoy it at all. I'm not a Lynx fan, to tell you the truth. We've talked about our bucket list trips on the podcast, and you know, me for Scotland, Ireland wouldn't be on one of them. I would. I'm, you know, California. Well, well I think New it, York, it's more tuned to players. <laughs> <laughs> I like that. Perfect. <laughs> I like takes that. more skill over there and the least skill required, then I probably fit my game better. Oh, I could be screwed. So, uh, what else, CH? Like, obviously, you know that hits home. Any other spots that you love uh, getting to, or you've been that, you know, that's at the real deal, Holy Field. Uh, I'd like to go to the. Uh, I've never been out west. I mean, I've been to Vegas to play. I've yep. been fortunate with. Callaway to get out to Vegas, and I understand you're going out there, Ben. I am, yeah. I'm, uh, I'm trying to uh, walk in your footsteps, really. Well, well, you <laughs> no, I'll walk. You ran in them, but I'll, I'll walk in them. <laughs> no, well, I, I'm pretty sure you'll have a good time yeah. out there. And uh, But I've never been to Pebble Beach. I'd like to play Pebble sometime. Yep, big time. That's, and I'd like to do the, uh, the the Sands and the Chicago trip out of Chicago. That'd be cool. Oh, that's my trip. Yeah. So yeah. so bringing up Callaway, I want I wanted to ask you because you know I'm a Callaway staffer as well. You know we've you know been with that company for a long time and a big supporter. T- tell them about um, you know the great things that they've done. You know obviously for you and with you and and that kind of relationship that you built. Well, uh, I've been very fortunate with Callaway that. Uh, uh, the first time I met Bruce, and who was the GM of Callaway. Bru- Bruce Carroll, for those who don't know him. Uh, yeah. Uh, Bruce came down here, and we met, and uh, we went out for dinner. And after dinner, I said, do you like scotch? And he said, oh, only if it's Oban's. And I said, that just happens to be all I have in my locker. <laughs> nice. And we went out for a scotch at a place that you're yep. familiar with, Ben. Yep. And we became good friends. And he met uh, Frankie Lewis, who was yep. 
Frankie was the uh, governor general at the yep. time, and they hit it off. And the next time Bruce came down, we had dinner at the governor general's <laughs> house. <laughs> nice. And uh, so I've had a good relationship with Callaway ever since and before that, and I'm proud to sponsor their products, mm -hmm. which I think are top-notch, yep. and uh, they're good people. The money maker. The moneymaker, <laughs> Tommy Dunn. <laughs> Tommy Dunn is one of the best reps I've ever ran into, and uh, that's not to besmirch any of the other reps because I know a lot of uh, there's a lot of good reps. Thomas uh, is one of a kind. There's no doubt about that. Yeah, and uh, all I can say is I feel like uh, uh, whoever it was that said uh, baseball have been very, very good to me. <laughs> exactly. Yeah, well... Callaway's been better, better good to me. <laughs> you guys did some great work this summer. Obviously, uh, you know, for the late great uh, Greg Neat, you know, raising yeah. a lot of money. That was incredible. Like, incredible. Like, to be honest, you know, there's been a lot of fundraisers, unfortunately, in the last little bit. But that was incredible. How, well, how much was raised there? There was over $165,000 raised for that. Crazy. Well, I think, I think there was 150 raised yep. in Callaway kicked in yep. 15 extra thousand crazy uh, greg neat a great callaway guy had some very tough issues mm -hmm. and ended up passing away and callaway sent out a thing to all the master staffers across canada and everyone picked up on it there was dude you sold a lot of tickets yeah well i mean i was one of 165 yeah, yeah crazy and uh we raised a bunch of money for Greg's family, Ta and uh, they—they kind of, you know, they're the type of company too. Like, obviously, we're connected, and but like, they look after their people. Like, there's no doubt about that. It's a people company. Yeah, big time. It's crazy. You know, it's all about relationships and people with them. It's not about, it's not about numbers. No, it, and it's it, people, big time. Uh, Tommy's on the island right now. I met him this morning. I much prefer meeting with Tommy at night, but anyway, I met met with uh, Tommy D this morning, and uh, no. What's great. he doing tomorrow night? <laughs> oh Jesus! I think he's getting home to two screaming kids, but <laughs> but uh, no, they're great people, and I, I, you know, you've definitely had done a lot of good things there. And I look forward to getting down to Vegas and following in your footsteps, Th. Terry's been kind of a social media mag influence. He has he's, been he's an influencer this sure. summer. I see him eating. Having some nice lobster rolls with your wife at some oh, very well, famous oh, restaurants. I, I, I do date date afternoons with my <laughs> wife on Saturday afternoons, nice. which doesn't screw up a golf game too often. What's what, what's Blackbush like? You were did you well, out there to eat? I, I, we were just there. It wasn't open when I was there. Oh, okay. Yeah. Your selfie game as a photographer. Your selfie game is uh, on point, my friend. You're, you you're pretty good. You, I like how you do your. Actually, I am kind of jealous because almost after every round, it seems like you've got a selfie or you've got a photo of you and you, whoever you played with. I think that's a great idea, by the way. And my my wish goal, more people my did goal was I to get a photo you. of everybody I played with this year, and uh, you fall down. Yeah. yeah. Oh no. No question. No yeah. question. Especially if, you know when you yeah. lose the match or something. Yeah. Who cares? And why, why am I playing with this guy anyway? <laughs> Actually, the aforementioned uh, Roddy Willis also like his goal this year. We were talking about that today. Was to play with as every many day. different. Oh. What? Well, play every day. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, he did that anyway. But um, but he actually recorded or he wrote down 
his playing partners and the, for the entire year, his, he had a goal of playing with seventy different nice. people or something like that. Smash that! Oh yeah, I think he got, he's got like over two hundred people. To be honest, speaking of you know, this is off the cuff, but I, I think Roddy would be a great guest for us to get on and talk. talk a hundred percent, Roddy. This does is your, this does your Roddy invite. play often? Has he been around? Uh, yeah, <laughs> he seems to be my go-to guy. Actually, yeah. every time I get a golf guest that I think that he might know, I'm, actually, I'm like, hey, Roddy, what's actually, up? Actually, I got my hole in one on number eight, and I'm walking up number nine. Roddy's standing at the top of the ninth green. Hey, yeah. listen, I, R- Roddy's the only guy that can be at six courses at once. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so true. And wait till they fully retire the old store yes. there. And Congratulations to Cam and Roddy on the the sale of uh, K's. Hopefully they get to enjoy okay, some. This is a serious question. Shoot. Mm, Do you think Rod will get any more golf in now that he's retired? <laughs> Freed up a little bit. <laughs> yeah. Holy smokes, boys! <laughs> Unreal. Freed up. <laughs> what did he say? Yeah, I I said uh, you got any good talking points for Terry Hamilton? And the very first thing. Uh, yeah, I got a couple picks from one of my fem- f- fondest memories, which was yeah. the, the the book. And uh, by the way, he aced eight at the bush today. I'm like, are you kidding me right now? This is the day that we have you on the podcast. Um, but uh, now, actually, before we go too much further, I let's let's do our rapid fire, Nick. Yeah. So uh, we, oh, we we tried out a new oh, we got a new system here. Today. Shoot. <laughs> We got a new system here, Terry. So what we're going to do is I'm going to try to ask you 10 rapid-fire questions, and we're going to put 60 seconds on the timer. Okay. And uh, one-word answers or, uh, you know, quick quick answers, and we'll see if we can get through 10. Yep. Okay. Yep. You can pass. So hold on. Wait till Lenny starts us down, and then I'll rip him off. Are you ready? I'm ready if Terry's ready. Okay. 60 seconds. Give her. Favorite course anywhere. Dunderave. Favorite beer. Of course. Most money ever lost in one round of golf. $386. (laughs) Spike shoes or spikeless? Spikeless. Favorite club Mm. in the bag? Driver. Would you take warm and raining or cold and windy? Warm and raining. Better golfer in their prime, Ryan or Ron Garrett? Ronnie Garrett. Your favorite golfer of all time? Terry Hamilton. (laughs) Do you you know your wife's birthday off the top of your head? Uh, uh, No, May 30th. (laughs) And number 10 was how many hole-in-ones, so we'll go with uh, how many, any albatrosses? None. Okay. Zero. Ten. Well done. Uh, That's well before. That was like 50 seconds. That's the best rapid fire in the history of the Island Green (laughs) Podcast. That was unbelievable. I like Can we we go back to the $386 (laughs) that you lost in a round of golf? Um, You knew that to the exact (laughs) number. I want to know what happened. It was at Crowbush back in 1990. When, when did Crowbush open? 93, so it would be nope. 94. Uh, Crowbush ni- opened in 93. I thought it was open in 94, but anyway, okay. okay. That's a lot of money back in 1993. Doesn't matter. Goddamn right it was. <laughs> yeah, exactly. exactly. Anyway, we used to go down there and play because no, nobody was there then. And, I mean, incredible to say nobody was at Crowbush at yeah, the know, end of September yeah. in 1993. Brand new golf course. Uh, Steve Dowling was the pro there, and Jack Kane was the manager, and Jack and I were good friends, and Neil McFadgen and myself, and, um, well, there were nine of us. We went down, we played every day, nine wide. 
Really? I'm kidding you not. And it was the 1st of October to the 15th of October. No problem. No, There was nobody there. All right. Nine wide we played. And one day we went up to the clubhouse, and Steve Dowling says, anybody on my team owes $386. (laughs) Oh, my. Really? Really. (laughs) You were... I was on Steve's team. (laughs) Oh, man. That's a lot of presses. Yeah, there was a lot of presses. (laughs) But we we played, we we teed off at one, and we played to dark. So we played like 31 or 28 or, it usually was 31 holes, 27, and then we do a three-hole loop after. Yep. You didn't get Al Stewart out there with the press plus one? No, no, no. no. Al Al was not part of the... (laughs) <laughs> the game, or I would have lost a lot more than three hundred and eighty-six. <laughs> so you got Ronnie as uh, the the. You said which is the better in their prime, Ryan or Ron? And he's got Ronnie. Ryan, you got work to do. I think. I think Ryan has the better golf swing. Sure. Yeah. Ryan has a tremendous golf swing, but he doesn't care. You know, like if he cared about the game. Mm-hmm. A little bit and one and what no. What did, what did uh, you no, say, no. What, what did you say an hour ago? Uh, Ryan fell close to the tree, yeah. but Ronnie is the tree. Yeah. <laughs> the apple yeah. doesn't fire, fall far from the tree, the tree but, but Ronnie the tree. is the tree. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. No, Ryan, Ryan. I think Ryan has a better golf swing and everything else, but he doesn't get too excited about the game, and he doesn't get. He doesn't care. It's crazy how I, my first experience he's, with the Garretts. He's probably more, ta- more talented. Whereas was always the Ken Mack family classics. I'd play it every year, and they would always dummy the competition for years. Yeah. They would dummy the competition. And the my son, son and I won that year, but the, uh, the Garretts weren't playing. No way, really? <laughs> really? There's an asterisk on the trophy. No, right? no, no chance. No, no, there's there's not. Chance. <laughs> no chance. Write that down. Take a picture. It's done. Yeah. yeah. Absolutely. Yeah. Anyway, that's crazy how good both of those kids are. Like, yeah, I mean, the, the swing that Ryan has is unbelievable, and if he cared and wanted to play and practice, there'd be nobody beat him on the island. So you Ryan. said your favorite golfer is you. Um, I, I, there's probably others on PEI that that's, that's the same, uh, you know, same Rory favorite McElroy golfer. Rory is my favorite golfer. Is he? Yeah. For what reason? Because he's got the best swing out there. Yeah, he does have a... a Solid, yeah, he's yeah. powerful. He's pretty good. So why do you think? Yeah. Uh, why why do you think he's kind of? I'm not gonna say slumping, but he hasn't. You know, he hasn't really had the trajectory in the last couple of years that a lot of people thought that he, he might. He has a wedge game that makes mine look not too bad. Oh really? I think it's the wedges, eh? Oh yeah. Yeah, getting close from yeah. Okay. Speaking of Rory, I th- I think he might end up with a Phil career though. I think. The later part of his career is going to do some damage. Like he'll have that early start, hot start, and I think he'll do some damage later in his career too. I, I believe you, Ben, because I, I think he's like he's got a great swing, and he's just got to learn how to dial in wedges. Yeah. Is it unfair right now, Phil, playing the champion store? It is unfair <laughs> for the for the competition. It is, un- it is unfair, really. Like every time he tees you up, he he might win. He's won three out of four. Yeah. Three out of four, <laughs> and I mean. Uh, what was he in the fourth? I don't even know. I think he was two, close. Yeah, two, three. So. Like, and by the way, I want to give a shout out to your pool. Has anybody entered the pool? Yeah, tons of people. 
I've entered the pool. I haven't paid, so I'm going to give somebody 20 bucks. <laughs> you get your picks in tonight. Uh, well, Search tomorrow. I, know, I, I, I literally got, just did it before you guys arrived here yes. tonight. I, I totally I've got picks pick. in, but I think I'm going to change them. Is that right? <laughs> I know. It's, uh, hey, but listen, i got to give somebody 20 tonight. A lot <laughs> of strategery because you've got a whole year, so you don't want to, you know... Put your blow your master's favorites on the Tom, on the Hoagie, Tom Hoagie's available. I bet he is. <laughs> I, I bet he is. Does he even hey, have his cards? I still? Might have <laughs> he's that's he's, a great pick. Don't have his card. He's that play, is hurtful. He's playing this week. That's hurtful. He's playing this week. Is he? Yep. Yeah. Oh he's on my the roster. god. I I hope he wins. I thought for he was going to be a captain's pick there for uh, Team Stricker, but anyway, that's yeah. a different story. Speaking um, of PGA golf, uh, what do you guys think about the whole new shaft rule? The uh, the difference uh, obviously speaking of phil does yeah. two inches make a difference <laughs> <laughs> i'm not gonna answer that <laughs> oh sorry oh goodness uh, gracious uh, no comment no i don't no. think it does <laughs> we're talking girth, girth, girth or length girth, yeah girth just yeah. makes a huge length. difference yeah, yeah. <laughs> oh jeez built, built like a soup can <laughs> You know, the only person right now that it that it affects is uh, is uh, Miss Hender- Brooke Henderson. Yeah, that's and unfortunate. It, and she chokes it down five inches. I know she's grabbing the thing so, by the where the grip meets the shaft. So I'm hoping she can adjust to it. You know, because I'll tell you that so girl. So what, what length driver does she use? Forty-eight. Forty-eight. She does use forty-eight and just yeah. chokes down on it. Okay, interesting. Yeah. Yeah, okay. She's the only one that uses a 48-inch driver, but she chokes down on it at least five inches. I mean, so the argument is, well, why don't you just go 46? She's like Anthony Kim was. <laughs> yeah. But will she be able to react to not having... Yeah. No, no, it's a different feel, obviously, yeah. and, and all the rest of it. Yeah. yeah. No, I, yeah, that's that's interesting. They pump some more money into some of the purses. Then they're doing a bonus this year, 50000 bucks if you play a minimum of 15 events to try to draw some of the bigger names to to play maybe some more than European ones. Do you think $50,000 no, is not a drop going in the bucket. to make one no. lick of difference? They're no. just trying to do anything to not let people go away. To play in a, any other tours, yeah. Yeah. 50000 is not going to make someone change their no, whole schedule but there's people smarter than us that, that would have realized that like so there's got to be some other reason like fifty thousand dollars to these guys it's like a uh, that's penalty that, that's tip money yeah. that might be what they spend at the merchant man on any, on any given that's wednesday true. that's definitely yeah, gonna be close to ben's bill here if he gets any more <laughs> osseous la rose it, it was a great choice of wine i want to mm. say that th if we're gonna walk on ice yeah. we might as well dance yeah. <laughs> um we talked earlier about uh, Terry's plans this weekend, but I, w- I do think we should give a shout out this weekend. Uh, Sunday, October seventeenth, is the Luke uh, Allen Memorial Tournaments. Yep, and we have three sold out golf courses. Yeah, Just ben, w- tell I, us a little I, bit about this. I got to look up the. You guys talk for two seconds. I got to look up the auction website. Okay. Okay. So uh, we have three sold out golf courses this weekend. We is, have, so uh, Eagles sold out as well. Correct. Yes. So we have. Uh, <laughs> this is tremendous. Yeah. Unbelievable. Belvedere Golf Club. Uh, Anderson Creek and Eagles Glen all putting on events simultaneously, same day, Sunday. Um, I mean, going to be unbelievable. 
if you have a team in. I've never even heard of anything like this ever happening before. You know what? I, I don't even know Luke that well. I think mm. I, I may have met him. I remember he won the Island Open. Mm -hmm. 2015, yep. yep. 2015, I remember the kid. Yep. His well, mother... Quiet kid. Yeah, his mother's sister is a friend of mine. So, you know, that's... Yep. So who's but, that? Uh, Dana Cock. Okay. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. It's uh, like Luke was around. You know what I mean? Like, you know, he, he knew he had an expiry date. Yep. Mm -hmm. But he was always. I never heard Luke say no once about anything. Never said no. He was in. Like, what are we doing? Did it? I'm in. This is going on. I'm in. Yeah. Like, what a great way to live your uh, life. Yeah. I mean, like, unbelievable. And I wish I knew the kid better now that this has happened yeah you, you know? know what yeah absolutely i, I i'm going to tell you just i didn't know him that well i think i told you this the other day but i was thinking about this and and for whatever reason probably because i was knee deep into a lot of rums but um when i went to the mill river open and we had that one club challenge remember i was telling you guys about this uh you know when we were out there it was the my best the most favorite part of the whole weekend so we had a one club challenge and it was you know it was a partner's event and we took drinks and we went over to the three hole practice thing at Mill River and who was my partner it was Luke Allen. Anyway, he took I think we all took I think I took an eight iron, he took a seven. No, he no, he took seven. I took seven. Anyway, both times, legitimately, he hits the uh, he hits the shot into the hole that's into the woods or whatever. Not even both of them. Seven iron, so one sixty, seventy yeah. yards away no further away than this table length like five feet i was in the woods like i was gone I mean, he was my partner though so i'm cheering him on anyway i and i never really even thought about that until the other day i'm like oh my god luke allen was my partner like in anyway we we won and uh yeah i just I, he just he was just the coolest guy man he was a cool guy he was just the 100%. coolest guy what uh, what's going on with the auction, Ben? Why don't you fill the listeners in yeah, so where, they did, get, I, where, I, where they can get online and get this going? I just shared the link. Uh, if you go to uh, Golf Mania PEI Facebook page, I just shared the link. Uh, check it out. A lot of amazing auction items. Uh, trip for in Atlantic Canada. There's hockey jerseys, lobster, green fees, wedges, drivers, putters, whatever you need. Yeah. This auction. Lots of equipment, golf bags. Big time. Yeah. Great deals. Get on, uh, look at Golf Mania PEI Facebook page. Just shared the, the post. Uh, donate some of your hard-earned money for a great cause. Um, the tournament is Sunday. Three sold-out golf courses. Um, I have to give props to Crokin, man. Chris Crokin, a beauty. He played with Luke at Holland College on the golf team. But, uh, you know, we had a great thing. We did... Anderson's Creek Belvedere sold out in a minute, and then Crokin was actually trying to get a team in the event, and he messaged like, uh, you know, can you squeeze me a spot? Like I knew Luke well, to do, can you get me a spot? And he goes, let me. Uh, I said, oh, fuck man, like we're sold out, whatever. And he, he said, well, I'll talk to Steve, Steve Bird at Eagles Glen. Steve, instant, yep, we'll do it. So another day went by, three golf courses sold out. So congrats, uh, to, you know, not just to the people organizing, but to everyone who signed up. It's a great thing. Going to be a great day. Going to raise a lot of money and uh, fight that cystic fibrosis battle, which, you know, is a battle. That's what makes golf on PEI so great. 
I, I have a picture here. I'll show the boys. We've got a few people that will do anything for anybody. Big yeah. time. And the Golf people line up. So my dad, Brian, he um, did these hats up for us. We're gonna Everyone that plays in the tournament is going to get one of these Luke Allen hats with the L.A. on the front for Luke Allen. And then Luke six thirty eight on the on the side, which is really cool. Yeah, I love that. And uh, it's going to be a great day. Looking forward, rain or shine. What, what's your time? What's that? You play Sunday. But what time is it? Shotgun or tee time? So every course is doing a little bit different. There's split tees, shotgun, and straight times depending at the t- the course that you're at. Uh, but it's going to be a great day. Some great volunteers. Uh, Luke's mom, Sherry, uh, she, uh, painted some, some great photos, yeah. actually. They, were, they so were pretty cool, man. They really were really cool. cool. Yeah, she's, she's talented. She's yeah. Very talented. Really cool painter. Painter. Really I awesome. know we were talking at the Celebration of Life, and she was going up to a cottage, I think, in Murray Harbor or Murray River or whatever, and taking some time and, you know, regrouping a little bit, and she did some painting, and it's going to be, uh, it's going to be awesome. I look forward to remembering our good buddy, L.A., after uh, the fireball open at Dave Clark's, I will not be playing on Sunday the seventeenth. <laughs> but I will make Raise a donate. But I will 100%, make a donation. Hundred percent. I'm at Belvedere one thirty, I think one twenty five nice. or something like that. I've got a group of guys going out. So the uh, the tournament as well. If you if you can't attend, there is a donate button on the auction site. So you feel free to donate to a great cause and fight cystic fibrosis and support the great family that uh, Luke had for sure. Uh, same, similar note. Uh, I want to throw some condolences out to the family of Bob Johnson, uh, who passed away, longtime member of Belvedere. Um, he actually played in the, the the old Monday group that I that I uh, that I play with play in. And um, anyway, remember him very fondly, and we'll miss him. Um, just wanted to throw that out there. I saw that, and that's kind of sad sad note. Um, and I don't want to roll on with more condolences, but uh, a gentleman I used to work with at Summerside uh, and a staff member from Mill River. Tony Perry passed away uh, last week. Um, loved the game of golf. A really good guy. Him and his wife were great to me and my wife when we had our first sure. child. Uh, she was a in-home uh, caregiver for kids, and she was really great. And Tony was awesome to work with. And I know uh, he'll be missed up at Mill River. And to- really Tony, great I, I know Tony from my time in Summerside, and there's no finer person. Than TP baby, yeah. He, he and his wife and. Uh, uh, his brother-in-law, John Doucette, who was injured in a hockey accident many years mm-hmm. ago. Yeah, yeah. T- TP, uh, I'll tell a little story about TP. I, I knew him, you know, obviously both, like you said, Terry, like working in the golf and it's a small, small world and everyone looks after one another. But TP, he's the type of guy that anytime he was around, very thankful. Like if you looked after him for a round of golf, he come in afterwards say thanks so much bk did it whatever but uh, we played in the wednesday golf mania league when it first got started at uh at green gables and uh tp and i we got paired together the first week and um team york lined up uh some hats from players golf i believe oh, the yeah, companies yeah. is right yeah friend out in saskatchewan yeah exactly player so, golf yeah. So, so um so Timmy lined up uh, some prizes for the first week for the close of the pins, and and TP and I were paired together the first week, and TP f- threw some darts, and we had a beautiful picture of him and I with our players' golf hats on, and I looked at that the other day with fond memories, and we'll, we'll miss TP dearly, yeah, that's for he, sure. He was a pretty good guy. 100%. 100%. 
100%. So condolences to the Perry family. Keeping with the golf for a minute, uh, on a more upbeat, uh, well, somewhat, I guess, depends on the way you look at it. They had the big Maritime Cup there Ooh. Uh, a couple of couple of weekends The Tim ago. York Cup. The yeah. Tim York yeah. Cup was held on... Uh, Did Tim win his matches? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Just asking for a friend. <laughs> Um, Next to the Ryder Cup, the most prestigious team event in golf. Yeah, stay off the Twitter. But anyway, so, uh, yeah, so they had all the boys over from, uh, there was Newfoundland, New Brunswick, Nova Scotia, and obviously PEI held at Country View. Um, Apparently, the boys had a blast. And um, anyway, after day one, PEI was leading after the team event. The only reason we want the Atlantic bubble back is so we can kick them Newfoundlanders back. (laughs) They did some damage on PEI. (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> uh, and I think uh, Nova Scotia Nova Scotia won Came back to win On the Sunday singles Yeah, On the Sunday singles Great event though man Like Really well done I, I Someday you know, I'll, I, I'll, I, I'll get on, I'll get know, on that Damn team You Tim mark York. my words I've known Tim York For a long time Yeah And Tim's Tim Yep But he Loves to do What he does And he does a good job Of it And, and there's, I don't think There's Tim. anything more Important to him In the golf world Than that Maritime Cup You know You know what he, he You go back He's one of the Greatest players This island has ever had No question No question And if I could hit Long irons If I could hit Long irons Like he did I'd be pretty happy <laughs> Well, let's not blow smoke up his butt too much here. Yeah. You know, we give him a hard time, but edit, it's only because he edit, beats edit, me edit. all the time. That's all. Yeah, yeah. No, no, that's not good. We'll cut that out. Don't worry about it, Terry. Go ahead. What else is kicking, boys? We had the Cavendish Cup uh, okay. this weekend. That was fun. Yeah. Who took that down? Tyson Gavin and uh, Mac Brennan took that down. No way. 61 on Sunday at uh, Green Gables 61? To, to sneak back and, and take the title. No way. Yeah, uh, there's two tied with 63s the first Tyson day. Tyson Gavin on a tear here. He is on a tear. T. He Gavin. took down the um, uh, Harvest Moon. With Anthony. Yeah, with Anthony. Um, he took down the Cavendish Cup. He had the Mill River Open. He also had the Mill River Club Championship this year. So who's the PEI golfer of the year? Uh, Tyler Hashman. Well, oh, mic drop. Mic oh. drop. Well... It's it's interesting that you actually say that because I was talking as I say I played with Steve today. They're talking about the point system and all that kind of stuff. They have formed now a committee, and they're going to be reviewing the whole point system um, and hopefully implementing. I say hopefully. I think everybody can kind of agree that there should be some changes made to the whole point system part of it. Um, but in any case, it doesn't matter. I mean, it's it's players looking to improve the point system for the players. So that's always a good thing. Um, but who was the, what did you say? Who was the best player who, of the who's year? Who's the PEI golfer of the year? Great question. Great question. What do you guys think? Terry I, Hamilton. <laughs> I'd have to look through. I'd have to look through <laughs> some. Thank you. Thank you very much. Nobody had more fun than this guy over yeah. my left there. I can tell you that right now. Tyson's got to be in the running for sure. Yep. So the name up there lost. You know, Brody McGregor had a great year. I was going to say Brody, too. Yep. Brody um, had a great well, year. Well, Hash had a great year, too. And Big yep, time. You know who had a great year? Anthony Warren had a great year. For sure. Yep. You know? And For sure. Like, best finisher, of, best island finish in, in the amateur, our mm-hmm. biggest tournament, you know, and gave Brett a hell of a run. So, 
Yeah, it, this year, I, I feel like right now, um, and I talked to the boys in my little you know chat group and all that, is just there really wasn't a clear runaway winner. Like, it could be argued, and I don't know as much about the Nova Scotia side, but, you know, to me, Brett McKinnon is, like, far and above. You know, like, you know what? That, I think that makes it good that there's so many players that have a chance. Yeah, the, par- yeah. the parody is there every week. Yeah. You just, I had that I conversation like today. I was saying it's crazy that PEI has so many really, really good golfers. You know what was interesting? The other day I, I played Belvedere. And there was three of us, and one of the guys canceled and couldn't play. And we had. Uh, Do you need my phone number, just in case you need? A, <laughs> no, no. I'll, I'll, but I'll but da- Danny McGuigan's sure son, was, Patrick. Sure, it's somewhere. Yeah. Do you know Patrick? Oh my God, Dirt Dirt Bill. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, this kid played with three seventy-year-olds. And hit the ball a ton and had a great time with us. And yep. I had a great time. He, with he might him. have learned a few things from his grandfather. Yeah. Okay. Yeah, might have learned a few things. How to, you know, be the man with with the men for sure. <laughs> but you know what? It, it's fun for an old guy to play with these young hitters that hit it like he hit one sort of squarely. What what I thought would squarely on three, and Easy I'm to do. I'm looking in the trees there between two and three. He says, "No, it's over by the first green." <laughs> Oh, God. Yeah, <laughs> squarely, to say the least. <laughs> yeah. And, and then on 15, he hit one, or 14, he hit one that was over by the 15th. <laughs> okay. Been there. <laughs> you know. Yeah. But, I mean, he, like the kid hits it so far, but it was fun to play with him. And yeah. it's, it's good for an old guy like me to play with these young guys. It's good for him, too. Yeah, that's true. Uh on the et cetera note, a uh, couple other sports that have si- that have started up in the last couple uh, couple of weeks here, boys. Um, NHL is back. NHL is back as of one, last one, night. The last I heard from the Habs in Toronto. What have to, we, oh, was that the game tonight? We can look for an update while you while Len fills us we, in on the uh, th. We, well, don't, we don't want to talk about this. Oh, okay. No, <laughs> for, uh, scratch that. The first thing that I wanted to talk about was kind of the breaking news that happened this evening, which was that our island, uh, our island boy Zach McEwen was uh, unexpectedly, in my opinion, waived by the Vancouver Canucks. Is now a member of the Philadelphia Flyers. Yeah, coming yeah. a little bit back more back east. I thought he was an up-and-comer with the uh, Vancouver, Vancouver I, team. I so agree. so I agree. Zach was initially announced to the opening night roster, but okay. I, I believe with cap concerns, they had to put him on um, on waivers. They're trying to sign uh, Chase on. And, and, and obviously good on Philadelphia. I think he fits the Broad Street bully oh, yeah, uh, that, that, <laughs> profile. That, that's his image. I, I think that's a I think that's a that's a move upwards for Zach. I, I, oh, ironically, nice. I was talking to Jeff here, and he was thinking the same thing because I mentioned it to him, and he was like, "Yeah, this is going to be good." Might yeah, get to cool. watch him play now on the East Coast. Uh, some road seven, trip, baby. Some seven thirty Eastern, uh, sixteen hour drive. <laughs> Zach likes to play it out at Crowbush too. Does he? Yeah, yeah, yeah. 2-1 Leafs, uh, four minutes to go in the he third. He can hit a ball, speaking of uh, long drives. It's what? 2-1's what? 2-1 Maple Leafs with four minutes Boy, to go in the third. We don't need to talk. There huh? we go. Okay. Uh, so the other sport, I, um, I, I'm a huge football fan. Uh, my wife's from Philadelphia, so you know which team I root for. Dallas Goddard, he's got the COVID. Who? Dallas Goddard. Does he? Yep. Got the COVID. He got the COVID. 
and it's uh, Thursday night football, so he ain't playing. But and Zach they're going Ertz, against good, good filling, Zach Ertz. And they're going against the GOAT. That sucks. Zach Ertz oh, they're going to get pretty good smashed player. tomorrow, yeah. and there's no question Tampa's about it. Tampa's going to smash. Although, don't you always love an underdog story? Well, I do anyway, but don't you always like, like to me, tomorrow night, Eagles versus Tampa Bay, uh, everybody expects Tampa Bay to kick the living crap out of them. So what's the, you know, like everybody, don't underestimate it, the underdogs, boys. It, it, I, I'm a Giants fan, so I can't interject. On Ooh, this. boy! I didn't think Sundays That's could a tough get. Look. <laughs> I grew up a Giants fan. Yeah, well, <laughs> I didn't think Sundays could get any better, but now with the London game, it's football comes on at ten thirty in the yeah, morning and sure. honest to God, midnight. Honest <laughs> to God, it came on. Uh, I woke up, football was on. I'm yeah. like, this is the best day. Yeah, it used to be two o'clock. You're waiting around all day. When the game. So wait, are you now. guys all? Are you, uh, you a big ben, fo- you ben football tip? guy? Yeah, yeah, big time. Ben, ben, tip for your trip. To uh, Vegas, yeah, sure. You got to get your bets down early, because yeah. <laughs> I went down to bet a couple of times. Uh, the games had already started. Right, right. <laughs> so you're not the only guy going to Vegas. Are you going to Vegas? I am. Here? Yeah, I, Nick uh, Frick going to Vegas. I this am. should be. What are you uh, renewing your vows? Breaking <laughs> news! Breaking news! You're, you're, not, you're not on the Callaway trip, are you? No, I'm not. Uh, he invited no. himself on Ben's trip, yeah. actually. Okay. I. Uh, I've never well two things one I've never been and secondly last week uh, the Red Hot Chili Peppers announced they were doing another world tour and I'd always had a bucket list uh, best concert I've ever been to to see them so they they have a bunch of dates announced and the tickets went on sale and uh, between the cities that kind of picked I just picked Vegas so the problem the only issue is it's August 6th of next summer so I imagine it'll be a little warm in Las Vegas in August but uh, is what Chili Peppers contest or a concert, it is always warm. Yeah. So anyway, yeah, I'm going. So Tickets that's the weekend books. of the Stanhope Open. It I don't is, know yes. if you know that or not. It but, is. I uh, know that. Is it really? It is. Oh, that's a good guess. Got to be pulling our, uh, pull, pulling our sponsorship or what's going on I couldn't pass it up. Uh, like I said, it was a bucket list thing. So me and my friend booked our tickets. Everything's good to go. So Just the deal is was unbelievable. Unreal. 800 bucks for four nights and flight. Jesus. At the Bellagio. Hey. Yeah, I was nobody, gonna say nobody in goes the to Vegas in summer. <laughs> At yeah. the Bellagio. Yeah. Yep. Eight hundred bucks, including your flight. Crazy. I, I think Ben's got a better deal. Oh, I, I imagine he does. But anyway, I'm excited, but that's next summer. We got lots of time. Yeah, I'm looking forward to getting to Vegas. That'll be fun. Jeez, that'd be unreal, boys. A little I'll be tucked in reading my Ooh. book. Yeah. yeah. Uh, when I went on the How trip, to when I went on the trip, Ben, I, I thought it was good to get to bed early. Yeah. Yeah. It is what it is. Yeah. <laughs> Never uh, made it. <laughs> so Scotland, Ireland, Terry. Before we uh, sign off here, because we've been going on for quite a while, but um, any other sort of remote areas of golf that you've been to over the, your career that uh, you know might pique the interest of uh, our listeners? Not really, like but Australia. I've been in Australia. I, I would love to New go Zealand to Australia. with uh, the Shellingtons. No, I mean I'm not that that well traveled. Well traveled, but sure. if you get to go to Scotland or Ireland, yeah. go. Yeah, that's all I can say. You sound like you sound like uh, you sound like Gary Player in the World Gol- World Hall of Hall of Fame. 
For the love of golf. For yeah. the love of golf. <laughs> Speaking of Gary Player, I think we need to line up like a Shell's Wonderful World of Golf with Terry Hamilton. I think that would be a great show. Yeah, who's he playing against, though? I'd do that in a heartbeat. Could be Ronnie Labatt. <laughs> <laughs> That would be fun. Yeah. Oh boy! I get my ass beat, but I'd do it. Yeah. Hey, that's gold right there. And I know the the, the crow bush here. Guys, we could line this up in a, in a week or two. Get the drone out and oh. film this. And oh god! Yeah, I think that's uh, that's I a com- winning. Can I commentate? What will be the commentators? Nice, Fred, I like it. Fredler. I was looking at the uh, the uh, list for the PEI or the uh, Atlantic Player of the Year. Yeah, I got snubbed. Well, no, no, no! I saw you came. I saw you came second or third in the tournament. Uh, you and Brian, yeah, we yeah. were. I was third. No, third. That, that's pretty good placing for I you. Know. I, I carried our team I, I the went, whole weekend. I didn't expect you know to see what? your name when I looked at it. And I, I bet Fred to show. <laughs> and I only placed. Uh-huh. Anyway, I didn't. I didn't realize that you were that quality a player. Hey, he is a player. I am a player. He is a player. I I always Terry always bets against me, <laughs> but I I proved him wrong. I only lost by less than what he thought I would to Scott McLeod <laughs> at Stanhope. So that, that was a win in my books. I said I didn't lose four and three. I knew Terry was wrong. <laughs> <laughs> well, it seemed easy to bet against your friend. <laughs> yeah, that's true. That's all right. Listen, well, Scott's this, a pretty good guy. Yeah, hits it a long way too. Great Woo! guy though. He hits it a mile. Yeah. Uh, he's counting down the days till his next trip back to to the island. I can well, guarantee he, it. he's an islander. Yeah, you know? no question, no question. Yeah. All right. Well, listen, guys. Uh, first of all, thank you very much, Terry, for joining us here for uh, what an hour and a half, I guess, or whatever it was. Uh, this has been absolutely fantastic. I hope that our listeners, um, all three of them, listen and enjoy the uh, the interviews and and playful banter here tonight. Um, Thanks to Kyle and Merchant Man we mentioned earlier. Thanks to Golf Mania. Big time. Our sponsor. Yeah. They're footing the bill for this. Yeah. Sure <laughs> hope so. Shindig. <laughs> um, and, and thanks to you guys for doing this because I think it's great for golf on the island that you guys do this. And you have a lot of listeners. We got a few. We got a few. Thank you all. Thank you all of you. Um, and. Um, I guess good luck to all the island golf pool uh, entries that we've got. Um, I think we got a good 30 plus. We'll uh, post some results uh, coming up this week. I was going to say, so like we're all, you know, secretly casting our ballots here for this week's, uh, and we'll we'll talk about it next Tom week. Tom Hoagie is available. <laughs> <laughs> about who our winners are. Um, I'm actually really looking forward to it because we're going to give away some some cool stuff uh, over the course of the golf season. Yeah, we're giving and, away Stony Wilds gear that you're wearing right now. Well, one of them anyway. This oh, yeah. game, not, game not this one. one. I, I love this one. This one. Don't, not going don't worry, Len will put in the washer beads when you be <laughs> <laughs> yeah. just like new. Uh, with that, boys, um, Ben, anything else you got? Uh, you got to rhyme off or anything? Great to be with the the four of us today. Should be uh, another great week in the golf uh, business here on PEI. Enjoy the fall weather while we have it, and stay safe. And if Terry survives Fireball Weekend, we'll uh, <laughs> chat with him <laughs> no, no. <laughs> next week. All yeah. I can say is thanks for having me, guys. It's been a hoot. <laughs> That's unreal. Thanks, Terry. All right, guys. Cheers. See ya.